On today's episode of the podcast, we talk about the NBA Finals, I break down the NHL expansion draft, I catch up on the first two rounds of the 3M Open, and I do a new top 10. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast. Happy Saturday, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Lots to cover today. It's been a busy week. I hope everyone's enjoying their Saturday. Also had a great week as well. Let's kick it off with the big news, the NBA Finals. Milwaukee Bucks are your new NBA champions. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to Yontas and Denikupo for winning the Finals MVP. Had an amazing Game 6. Overall, Milwaukee was good and when you were watching the series i know i mentioned time and time again it is basically the battle of who has the best depth players and milwaukee definitely showed that now nothing against phoenix i did pick them to win phoenix i did say phoenix in six and you know what the funny thing is back-to-back years i said in six and we got the games in six but we got the winners wrong last year i thought miami could pull off an upset against la uh but and i thought phoenix could pull the win today or pull the win this year against Milwaukee but again congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks Uh, the final game game six was great Um, you know Phoenix gave it their all they tried to get up there and play it but there was a couple times where they had to play catch up the first half Phoenix was always showing greatness but remember it's a four quarter game and Phoenix always had struggles with the third and fourth But Milwaukee was just incredible, especially Giannis, Chris Middleton, Holiday. Those three were just great. They just showed the poise. And Giannis looked like he was unstoppable throughout the playoffs. And I know a lot of people are talking about Milwaukee and Phoenix while the teams that they face had injuries. Injuries are part of the game. They always have been. They always will be. That's the thing of sports. People get injured and they get affected. So guess what? It doesn't matter about what happened with the Clippers and the Lakers. That Guess what? Phoenix still won. doesn't matter about, you know, who Milwaukee beat. Like, you know what? Brooklyn. I know people were talking about Kyrie was, wasn't like there. Guess what? They, they had issues. They, they had problems. So it wasn't really. It, it's, it's the nature of the sport. Milwaukee won, give them the respect that was due. They won the championship. It's the same feel that we're all getting when the Raptors won the championship a couple years ago. Just, what, unfair? That's what society is saying. Um, like, what, they they, deserve, they only deserve the championship because there were people injured? Guess what, they won. They won. It doesn't really matter. I know people are like, if Brooklyn was healthy... We're not talking about Milwaukee winning the NBA championship. For all we know, we still could be talking about them winning the NBA championship. Like Brooklyn had depth issues throughout this season. They traded away a lot of their assets to get Harden to make sure everything was working out for that team. They had to do that. Blake Griffin was up and down. You know, Kyrie was, we know the season that he was having. It, it was, that's what it was. And I know a lot of people at the beginning of the season like, well, they're going to win it. I didn't even have them winning the NBA title. I didn't. I didn't even make my prediction for who was winning the championship. I didn't think that Brooklyn was going to make it out of the East because we didn't know what type of team this was going to be. 
But Milwaukee was incredible. You have to give him respect. The defense was great. Middleton showed up when it was needed, and he definitely showed up a lot. Holiday as well. I know a lot of questions. I had questions about this team throughout the playoffs, whether or not their depth was going to be able to do it, whether or not they had the demeanor to win. And Giannis came out and said what happened in 2019 with the loss to the Raptors pushed them to get there more. And we saw that there. And I even questioned last year after losing to Miami, would they be able to? And say what you want. Yes, last year they had that bubble, whatever. They still had an opportunity to capitalize and go. But you know what? At the end of it, they are the champions for this season. And you know what? The team's going to be together for a while. This core is going to be there. You have those three. You have Brooke Lopez. You have P.J. Tucker, who could stay with the team. You have the nice little bench. We'll see how it goes. Now, Phoenix, they're on the rise. We'll see what they're going to do in the offseason. Does Chris Paul stay? Who knows? It's the big thing. But going back to the game itself, uh, again, Giannis, finals MVP, incredible, 50-point night, just looked unstoppable, especially in the paint, moving the ball. They just did everything right, and everything went their way. Again, I mentioned Phoenix first half, but Milwaukee pulled away, and Phoenix had to play catch-up. It was just wonderful. And you know what? Giannis, give him credit. I know, again, I've talked about it earlier, the the doubts that I had with this team, he stepped up and showed. And throughout these playoffs, he was great. He did. And I know earlier on, I talked about whether or not could Giannis do it on his own. Because I questioned Middleton, I mentioned Drew Holiday. Could he do this on his own? Well, guess what? Again, like I've mentioned, the depth pieces showed up. And I just mentioned it about two, three minutes ago. The depth pieces showed up, and he it showed up. A lot of question marks for the first two games, especially going down 0-2. Guess what? He did his own version of the Raptors winning four straight and capturing it. Captured the gold, brought it home. Him and his brothers are now all champions. Um, So it's incredible for him and his family. Well, when I say his brothers, his two other brothers are NBA champions as well. So that's incredible there. You got three NBA champions in the family. So we'll see how everything goes. Uh, for the offseason, because now we're getting into the offseason. The draft is coming up, so we'll see how that goes, what the Raptors will be doing. So it's going to be a busy offseason. And again, where's Chris Paul going to be going? Who's going to be, <laughs> who's LeBron going to be trying to lure to the Lakers? What are the Raptors again doing? Can Milwaukee keep the same roster? What's Miami going to be like? What are the New York Knicks, Atlanta Hawks going to be the same team that they were going in? Was it just a, a little bit of a fluke? What's Brooklyn going to be like? What's Brooklyn going to be able to do uh, with this team, this roster? Because they're kind of in a little if. Where does Brian Westbrook go? Does Bradley Beal go anywhere? So a lot of questions going into the offseason. But it is down to the end, so no basketball for a while. We'll still, again, the draft. We'll still talk about free agency and how everything goes. Uh, but, again, no basketball. We will have college ball starting in the fall, too. So it's going to be... It's going to be a couple months, well, it's not going to be a couple months where there's going to be no talk of basketball. I'll still be talking about basketball, because like I said, I still have the draft and free agency. And once we get closer and closer, because right now it's looking like the NBA season will be starting on its regular time. No obligations have been said, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But again, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis and Nkubo for winning the finals and winning him being granted, or him winning the finals MVP definitely dominated throughout the whole playoffs as i said before 
but it was a good finals. It was. I didn't get the pick right. I got the games right. Close enough. It is what it is. But definitely looking forward to this offseason, free agency, the draft. We'll see how everything goes for the NBA season. Well, the Seattle Krakens had their expansion draft on Wednesday night, and definitely a lot of questions were going to be answered on who are they going to take. We know a lot of people became available for this expansion draft, just like Carey Price, Vladimir Tarasenko, Alexander Ovechkin was in there. A lot of people were thrown in, and there was going to be questions on who are they going to take. Money-wise, was always going to be a playing a factor, because you always have to spend an X amount, and you want to make sure you have the right players. So the roster was set. They had their draft. Now, there are a lot of leaks being going on earlier on. There was a video for uh, Alexander Kerfoot being picked by the Seattle Krakens. Uh, there were you know, questions on who they're going to go. So a couple names, notable names, uh, that are thrown in here that were picked. Uh, we have Mark Giordano, uh, Chris Dreger, who was signed uh, earlier before, Jordan Eberle was taken, Brandon Tanev of Pittsburgh, Vince Dunn, uh, Jared McCann, who uh, Toronto traded from uh, with Pitt, uh, Vitek Vincenek, uh is thrown in there too, Yanni Gerd was done that as well. So definitely a few names. Defense was definitely looking like the point, but nothing really with major cap hits. Uh, So not really looking at much. I know there was talks whether they were going to take Carey Price. Well, Carey Price has injury concerns. He's now been noted as out 10 to 12 weeks. So plus the cap hit of about around $11 million was definitely the question mark right there. But a lot of things were going on. I know a lot of leaks, a lot of questions, what this team is going to do. How would I rate this team? You can't really judge them until halfway through the season on what this team is going to look like. Is this team going to be any good? I can't really say because, again, the NHL offseason is about to start. They still have to make some trades, make some adjustments. The NHL draft is currently going on. Uh, They have the second pick. And on the next episode of the podcast, I will be discussing the NHL draft as well and what went on. So that kicked off last night. Uh, First round did conclude, but we will be discussing uh, the remainder after uh, next week's episode, Uh, just to to conclude who was picked, who went where. Kind of stumbled on that one right there. A little bit of a struggle. But overall, it was an exciting night. I know everyone was wondering, is it going to be like another Vegas? Are they going to be a Vegas 2.0? Um, definitely the draft was a little bit different. You didn't have, you know, a superstar goalie. Well, you had a superstar goalie available, not one that was questionable for injury. You had Marc-Andre Fleury. But they definitely wanted to make sure Vegas did not happen. And I know that when you're looking at the roster, the one thing that came to mind was cap space, money. Now, when you're looking at it here, when you look at the roster, there are a lot of UFAs. Um... Adam Larson has, I believe, signed his updated contract, so he has signed with them. You have Borgen and RFA from the Sabres. Who else do we have here? We have Gavin Brewerther uh, as well. Uh, Drager was already signed. Uh, Kale Fleury is an RFA, so they'll be doing negotiation. Tarwinski from Philly is an RFA as well. They definitely do. Actually, Vince Dunn is an RFA too. So definitely not done in regards to negotiating contracts. Cole Lind out of Vancouver is an RFA too. So they're definitely in the stages of 
signing and money-wise and trading. So we'll see if anyone's going to get moved and see what's going to be updated as we get closer and closer uh, to the free agent market, uh, especially when it comes to bidding on contracts and tenders. So definitely questions. Now, how good is this team again earlier on, like I stated? And eh, we'll see. Halfway through the season, uh, I know they're going to be definitely going to try and pump up a rivalry with Vancouver, their neighbors right across uh, the border. So we'll see if that builds up. So it's going to be exciting to see. It's always good. 31 teams in the NHL. I know they're looking to probably add one more and get 32 teams. So we'll see. Will Vegas go deep? We don't know. Right now, the roster hasn't been shaped yet, hasn't really been built to what they want. So they're going to definitely have to take a look at free agency because, again, they have pieces to move. They do. And we'll see what comes of their draft, uh, especially with their number two pick. So you kind of have a early development of a face of a franchise. Uh, once I go through the draft reviews and talk about the players, we'll discuss whether that is the face of the franchise. But definitely going to be exciting to see a new team. I know the first night is going to be big. But again, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see and how to judge this team halfway through the regular season. And I'll be judging every team at the halfway point of the regular season, like I do for baseball, everything football. Who are the contenders? Who are the pretenders? You know, who's going to be you know, slouching? What's going to be like for the playoffs? That's basically how it goes uh, when it comes to sports. But again, Seattle uh, definitely looked good. A lot of defense was taken from what I was looking at here. Goalies as well. Let me just confirm. Goalies one, two. Uh, I think they took four goalies, uh, including uh, Dreger, who they had signed. But definitely, definitely a lot of defense and goalies. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Again, it's going to be interesting to see how the offseason goes for this team. Who are they going to be moving? Are they going to be looking at picks? We'll see. And it's contracts, contracts, contracts. It's That's what it is. It's all about uh, protecting and value. Will they be spending a lot at the beginning? Who knows? Will they be taking on any you know, expiring contracts? Possibly. Arizona has been doing that uh, desperately. Uh, actually, Arizona, a couple of trades. Adam ekman Larson was traded uh, from Arizona to the Coyote, or to uh, Vancouver. So Vancouver's definitely got a defenseman now for the next few years. It's definitely going to be exciting to see uh, what's going to happen with that team. And you know what? They have them until 2027, which is incredible. It's, it's going to be good for them. It, it is. When you have um, this type of uh, player, it's going to be good. It's going to bolster up. And they gave up Braden Holpe, uh, a draft pick. So... Uh, definitely going to be, uh, and definitely going to be an exciting uh, season for Vancouver, especially when you have that new type of star ready to play. So we'll see how uh, this team goes on. But sorry, I don't know why I said Adam Ekman Larson. I said Oliver Ekman Larson. I had them stuck in my head, so sorry for that correction. Oliver Ekman Larson. My apologies. Uh, Vancouver fans and Arizona fans, Oliver Ekman Larson. I had Adam Ekman Larson somehow stuck in my head for that correction. So we'll see how this this guy bolsters up for the team. It is um, definitely going to be exciting to see him in a new place, new team. So we'll see. Vancouver needs to help. Vancouver needs a lot of help, uh, especially with that too. So 
Like always, when we get closer and closer to the NHL season, I will be discussing rosters, predictions, you know, who's going to be going where. So it's going to be a lot of fun, so make sure to tune into that. But it's definitely going to be an interesting NHL offseason, not just with the Krakens, but all teams as well. And keep an eye on Tampa Bay. We'll see what their moves are going to be. Yes, golf is still going on. It doesn't end after the fourth major. I talked about last episode. Now it's now the race to the FedEx Cup. And definitely going to be interesting uh, with everything going on this week. Now, basically, you're getting double golf. you got the Olympics, which is currently going on. That kicks off next week. And then you have uh, 3M Open, which is going on as we speak. So right now, the 3M Open is definitely exciting to see just because of, well, two reasons. We have a Canadian tied for the lead in Adam Hadwin, and Roger Sloan is just one stroke back uh, tied for second uh, with this. So definitely going to be exciting to see what this weekend's going to be. Uh, now, this is just after the first uh, two rounds, so we're definitely going to be seeing how everything plays out Saturday and Sunday, and I'll be discussing it on my next episode of the podcast, the final round. So definitely the field is a little bit different. I think some people are just taking time off after the, the travel between uh, America and uh, the British Open last weekend. Not only that, some tra- some golfers left uh, England to go to Tokyo for the Olympics, which has just kicked off uh, a couple of days ago. So definitely going to be exciting to see how this tournament plays out. And I'm definitely excited for... Uh, Olympic golf as well and when we get closer to it I will be discussing it on the episodes but first round I was kind of excited to see because Ricky Fowler was tied for the lead kind of had a dismal second round finishing plus two uh, dropping him down to 26 at five under but when we're looking at the field uh, who do we have here for Canadians again I mentioned Hadwin and Sloan uh, for the top two Hadwin in the tie with the lead with armor and then we're going through, because I'm going to look at to see who's coming through. Okay, Camilo Vegas is playing in this. Uh, Jonathan Vegas is uh, up there as well in the top three uh, for this. So I'm definitely excited to see. Uh, David Hearn uh, is at two under. Michael Glillick is there as well. Looks like they moved it in to make it into the weekend, which is exciting to see. And just checking the rest of the league, because while well, Connors Hughes are right now in Tokyo, getting prepared, ready for... Uh, the Olympics, hopefully they can medal. It would be great that we got a 1-2. It would be fantastic. Um, uh, one key point there, if you're going to be watching the Olympic golf, notice that you'll see Team USA with four golfers. That is a rule, uh, which in depending on where your team ranks in the top 15, you can add, you can have a team total of four players which is good because when you take a look at who they have, they have the number three, four, five, six golfers in the world playing for this. So, one, you're going to be seeing uh, British Open champion uh, Colin Colin Morikawa playing next week. Um, I will give you updates as well. Uh, who else is playing? Definitely going to be exciting. Uh, Xander Sheffley is playing and uh, Bryson DeChambeau as well. So, it's definitely going to be a lot of fun with this golf. And you know what? I will talk more and more about the golf matchups because you have Tommy Fleetwood. You have a lot of different golfers there, and plus uh, women's golf as well I'll be talking about. So definitely going to be a lot of fun uh, talking about this. And it's going to be fun talking about the Olympics in total just because it's the Olympics. It's an event. Just like the British Open, it was supposed to be last year. Well, we didn't have a British Open last year, but 
the Olympics were supposed to be last year, plus Euro Cup was supposed to be last year. So it's kind of a delay. We've been excited to see uh, who's going to be uh, there. So just looking at everything going on uh, with the 3M, definitely going to be a lot of question marks going in. Today is moving day. Can the Canadians maintain it or move up and be a little aggressive? Who do you look at here to try and move up and get themselves in contention? So we have uh, Gary Woodland who's there. Keegan Bradley is a golfer you can keep an eye on for. Uh, Jonathan Bird. Uh, Charles Schwartzel is there. Louis Oosthuizen can come up. Can he, you know, bounce back after the collapse last week? K.H. Lee. Uh, Cameron Champ, uh, Luke Donald, who we don't talk much about, and there's Nick Watney. Can Ricky Fowler bounce back and move up? There's Jason Duffner, who we haven't really talked about. This field is not your usual field. Now, most of these golfers are here. Matt Wolf is in here as well. Can he uh, get a big day on moving day? We'll see. Uh, the scores are definitely going to be low, as you can already tell. It's already 10 under, and we're only, after, we're only completed two rounds, so we'll see. Definitely going to be a lot of fun uh, this weekend and also next week, not just with 3M, but getting close to tee-offs with Olympic golf and as well as the Olympics as well. And that goes into my 10 for today. Uh, so my top 10 is not going to be your standard one, 10 to 1. I will be talking about my 10 Olympic Canadian Olympic athletes to watch uh, for the events. Uh, rowing has kicked off. We do have... Uh, swimming kicking off soon and gymnastics so definitely a lot of things kicking off soon and I didn't mention uh, golf coming up as well in the next couple of days rowing is always fun to watch as well as the uh, track events too and I do have a couple uh, track uh, members in my 10 to look out for as well so here it is my 10 Canadian Olympic athletes to watch uh, for these 2021 Olympics five four three two one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Well, the Olympics kicked off on July the 23rd, uh, but if you're here in North America, it kicked off the night before on the July the 22nd. There is a 13-hour time difference between us and Tokyo, so make sure when you're watching the events, you're watching them at night because that's when they're going live. So, but it is exciting that the Olympics are here. It was sad that we weren't able to see them last year due to the pandemic, but it is definitely going to be a different type of Olympics. Uh, no fans will be in attendance, so definitely athletes teams will definitely be missing that opponent of you know people cheering them on but it is exciting to still have the olympics so we'll see how everything uh, plays out but i am happy that they are here so as a canadian you're always excited to see your country uh, perform well and hopefully that every athlete brings home a medal and you finish very top at the end of when it's all said and done so tonight's 10 is going to be 10 Canadian Olympic athletes to watch out for. No particular order, not like my usual rankings, 10 to 1. So, but today we'll start off with my first one. We're going to go with Jessica Kinkett. Uh, she is participating in judo. Number 9, we have Megan Benefito and Kaylee McKay. They are the synchronized uh, divers, and they're looking to hopefully uh, medal again. Uh, Jessica, who I mentioned before, is definitely showing signs as early favorites to medal for Canada as well. Number eight, or no, sorry, not number eight, but my number three athlete, sorry, force of habit of always going from 10 to 1. Um, my number three athlete that I'll be talking, uh, that I'm looking forward to watching is Penny Oleskiak. We all saw how great she was 
uh, for swimming, especially in the 2016 Rio Olympics. Next, we're going to be going with Lawrence Lapointe and Katie Vincent. Uh, they are participating in the doubles canoe, so let's see how well they do. They're showing as early favorites for their meddling in their events. Uh, next, we're going with Damien Warner. He is participating in the decathlon. Uh, Alicia Newman participating in pole vault. Let's see how well she does as well. She holds the Canadian record for pole vaulting, and she has broken it multiple times. Another dynamic athlete we're looking at here is Mohamed Ahmed. He is participating in the 5,000 meter. Uh, if you saw his 2009 World Championship video, I do recommend to check it out. Definitely was a battle for him and definitely fought through it to get the bronze at the World Championship. Really watch it and you'll understand what I mean. Had to really fight through it because he definitely had a few, you know, trips, bumps. Definitely looked, you know, poised to try and get it and definitely aiming to try and get gold this year. Uh, next, we're going to be getting to the golfers, and I know I've talked about golf multiple times. We have Mackenzie Hughes and Corey Connors. We'll see how well those guys do. Right now, we're I'm always hoping for the Canadians to do well. Now there's no more majors. Why not get the Olympics? Also, there is the Tour Championship, but get the get the Olympics. Get the gold. One or two. Let's finish top two for that. And then next, uh, women's golf, Brooke Henderson, Alina Sharp. Can we see how well they do? We know how great Brooke is. We see her be talented. Uh, out of the four golfers, she is definitely one of the best with her rankings in the world. We'll see if those two can get, you know, gold and silver. It doesn't matter who. One of them, both of them, the medal counts. It's just great. You can't tie in golf. There has to be a winner, but it would be great to see uh, all the Canadians medal in golf and all the events that they're participating in as well. And lastly, the athlete that I want to talk about the most, or not really talk about the most, but the athlete that also look out as well, Andre DeGrasse. He is the only uh, per, uh, participant from the 100 and 200 meter still left from Rio uh, because, no, remember, no Usain Bolt. So the question is, can he crack 10 seconds? Can he win the 200? We see him do well at the events he does for his professional leagues. Can we? Can he be the next guy? Can he step up? So... Here we are at the world stage, so that's the thing, right? We need someone to fill up that gap from uh, Usain Bolt. Can that be Andre DeGrasse? So those were my 10 Canadian athletes to keep an eye on for these Olympics. So just to repeat them again for judo, Jessica Kim Kate, uh, synchronized divers, Megan Benfinto, Kaylee McKay. Uh, for swimming, Penny Alexiak. For canoes doubles, uh, Lawrence Lapointe and Katie Vincent. Uh, Damian Warner uh, for the uh, decathlon. Alicia Newman for pole vault. Mohamed Ahmed for the 5,000 meters. Uh, Connor and Hughes for men's golf. Uh, Brooke Henderson and Alina Sharp for women's golf. And Andre de Grasse for the 200 and 100. So definitely going to be an exciting Olympics. Uh, definitely make sure to check out our Canadian athletes and cheer them on. So that's it for tonight's or for today's episode of the podcast. I'm recording it earlier on today, so it's not going to be tonight. So definitely uh, make sure you tune into that. So it'll be released a little earlier than usual. But again, that's it for today's episode. Um, we'll be recapping uh, the uh, Olympics. We'll be talking about the 3M Open, uh, catching up on the NHL draft as well, just because that's going on this weekend. Oh, yes, and my picks. I forgot to mention my picks, and I'll be announcing my picks right now. So my five games, uh, I'm going with Phillies and Braves, Nationals, Orioles, Jays and Mets, New York City Red Bull uh, versus D.C. United, New England versus Montreal. So the last two games are MLS 
MLS soccer, or sorry, well, soccer. Uh, so I'm choosing the Phillies over the Braves. I'm going with the Nationals over uh, the Jays. So again, I think I said Nats versus Orioles. It does so that way it doesn't sound like Mets versus Orioles, the Nationals versus the Orioles. Uh, we have the Jays and the Mets, which I know might have sound confusing if I said Nats before. I'm going with the Jays over the Mets. I'm going with the Red Bulls over DC United. And I'm going to go with Montreal versus New England. So those are my picks. I went 2-2-1 two, two, and one last week. So definitely kind of 500, I guess, at the end of it. Uh, so we'll see how everything goes. And then next episode, again, I know I mentioned the Olympics, the 3M Open, as well as the NHL Draft I'll be discussing and reviewing my picks. And we're also getting closer to NFL training camp starting. So maybe it's time to start talking about NFL Draft or predictions, uh, especially when the training camps haven't started yet. We need to see what the roster is going to be set. Definitely going to be an exciting summer. Lots to talk about. And I'll be catching up on Major League Baseball with uh, everything going on because it is the race to October and I'll give an update on the FedEx Cups as well especially after uh, the 3M Open completes and then we'll be talking about uh, other Olympic events which I know I mentioned earlier but definitely going to be exciting exciting next couple of weeks with everything going on so thank you for listening I hope you guys enjoy your weekend enjoy the rest of your day uh, this is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast <music>
five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.